What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameoverse, episode 083 for Saturday, October 16th, 2021. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined, as always, by my main man, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? We got a great show coming up. Uh, we've been out of the podcast for a little while. Uh, so, you know, life gets in the way sometimes, but we're back at it full swing. A lot of stuff's happening. I'm I'm ready to go into it, start talking about it. But let's start how we always do, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. Dude, I played a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Over the past uh past week or two. Yeah, um, lightning round, let's go. Okay. Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Oh, the new expansion. That came out, huh? DLC came out. It's fucking incredible. It's yeah. good because I'm not going to say anything about it. So if anyone's like not played the game, relax. I'm not going to say like anything about it. All I'm going to say is that it's good to finally be able to play that game again and have just all new reactions to everything. Because <laughs> I said it before, like... Game you love with fresh experience. Yeah, because that the way that game is, you can't play it twice and have the same experience again that you had the first time. So it's just good to fucking play that game again, have some fresh content, and then just have reactions to all the shit again. My mouth was agape at some of the stuff that was happening. Um, but here's what I will say about it, actually. If you have not played Outer Wilds, I suggest playing it for the first time with the DLC installed because it it's not um, the game. The game works that you can like kind of tackle anything in any order. Uh, so if you get like bored with something or you're running into a puzzle you can't really solve, you can just go somewhere else. Uh, and that the DLC's content is kind of just there for you to just explore at any point so it you can really just like say you could just go there it, it's better that it's there already and not like hey i already saw everything there is a sea and whoa what's this this wasn't here before like it, it's, it's kind of play it for time with that like intertwined yeah 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 and uh, i will say it's not as good as the base content but that's not to say that it's not good it's yeah. still fucking great. It's still more content for like a great game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's not as it's not as cohesive. I will say that as as the rest of the content yeah. is. Yeah, um, like like a you know you got your ice cream with the base game. You know this is just like sprinkles and toppings and stuff. Yeah. Um. And that's all I'll say about it. That's all I'll say. If you have not played Outer Wilds, you're fucking up. It's like legitimately. I'm <laughs> I have it. it's installed. I played it for like an hour and I liked what I was getting into. I just see the like it's the it's the second right. episode of Black Mirror <laughs> of <Okay>. video games. <laughs> uh okay. it's it's like it's I don't know, it's not good. Anyway. Um also played that uh that Battlefield beta. The demo? Yeah. The beta? How was it? Uh it's good. It's Battlefield um i'm not the biggest battlefield fan but what strike what struck me like about about this one was just how over the top like the way they presented it was just like yeah that's what i like about my shooter i like just fucking getting in the jets and blowing shit up and 
not really giving a fuck just having fun you know like just having fun uh and like that's what this game is it's just straight fun like i'm not good at it at all um but it's just like it's just fun to play and not really take it seriously at all um yeah i don't know that's all i got there, there's like three different modes and only uh one of the modes was available uh I, there is another mode coming that looks better uh i forgot what that mode is called i think it's called um like battle battle zone it's like a pve hazard zone it's like a PVE type thing where you're like you and a squad go in and try to like clear the map or something. Also reminds me of like Rainbow Six. But um cool. Yeah, I don't know. I play I play this and I don't know, it's 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 good, I think. That's good. Anything else that uh, struck your fancy you want to talk about? Uh what else? What else? Played uh Back for Blood last night. Yeah. I went through the entirety of the first act, and um, I gotta I say, it's from the uh, from the beta. Yes and no. Ooh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. A lot of the um, like it's pretty much just that beta. I don't really see any major differences other than like there's just more progression you know like all that that card system and like the supply line system and the way you unlock everything uh there's just more of it so uh you can really it gives you a, like a better chance if you don't know there's like a card system and every uh every episode you get to choose a new card and those cards give you stuff like or you get faster reload speed or you do 20% more damage but uh you can hold like two percent less ammo or shit like that um and you you just build a deck of like 15 cards and then it's like it's like a class system it's like a build your own class system kind of uh yeah, but you have to like, like about the beta is that you can kind of just fuck around and yeah how you want. it's kind of like their own version of a battle pass because they call them supply lines and then you get three different supply lines you can put points into and those unlock stuff like skins. They unlock the cards that you get, um, like stuff like that. And um, I think it's pretty, it's pretty unique system in that it rewards you for just playing the game. Like one of my main gripes about Left 4 Dead and, and these types of games is that I get bored. I get bored of them. Like I just, I, I never understood how people could just replay these games over and over because the content never changes. Um, so I guess that's one way to solve it is just by giving you these cars and different ways to build your characters and, um, you know, a reason to keep playing. Yeah. So I, I enjoy this more than I ever enjoyed Left 4 Dead. There's just, it's, it's a lot more, Left 4 Dead's like old. It's really old at this point. So just the, the presentation this game has, like I kept saying over and over, like, it feels like, it feels like destiny, man. Like it feels like um like the shooting just feels really good everything just feels really good it's crisp and 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 really responsive um but some of the animations are like janky as fuck every time uh someone would get like pinned down it'd be like what the fuck is happening like 
You just really, you couldn't tell what was happening. Like every time something would explode, the characters they would fly back, but it looks like they were like disappearing almost. Uh, like the animations, some of the animations were just really bad. Um, but other than that, it's like it's really solid. It's it's really yeah. solid. I um, it's got it's got it's on Game Pass, so it's got uh, cross platform play. The majority of people that I saw were on Xbox, probably on Game Pass. Um, even on PC Game Pass, it puts a little Xbox symbol next to your name. So uh, I'm assuming most of these people are playing through Game Pass. This is not the kind of game I would buy just because, I don't know, I I feel like the content will get dry for me once I've just finished all the acts. But it's fun. It's fun. It feels it feels really good to play. So It's good. I want to, I want to play it. It's I'm in the same boat. Like it's not the kind of game I would buy, and not because like it doesn't look like fun. It's just Game Pass kind of spoiled me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't buy games anymore. <laughs> like if a game I'm gonna buy a, a game, especially for sixty dollars, it's gonna be like a game I've been excited for that I really really want to play. Yeah. Uh, but it looks good. I like that I was playing from the demo or from the beta, and I want to get back into it. I just haven't had time. Um, anything else you want to bring up? Um, I think that's mostly it. Like I played a, I played a bit more. Um, Psychonauts two, the game just gets better and better the more you, the more you go. Um, played a little bit of Wreckfest on the stream the other day. Uh, that game is really fucking fun. Yeah. Uh. And like I think that's it. Like just playing like mostly just small stuff. Like a little bit of like Enter the Gungeon. I got into a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I think that's it mostly. Kind of what I've been doing. Um, I've been uh, life's been getting in the way of a lot of stuff. So I haven't had time to like sit down at like my computer desk and like play a game proper. So most of my gaming has been done like from my uh, from the um, from my Switch. And I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter, just grinding, trying to get oh, here. Monster Hunter. The demo came out on Steam, yeah. and I did play that. Yes, I forgot about that. Uh, what did you, what did you think of it? It's Monster Hunter. Because, you know what I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's Monster Hunter. <laughs> Not that it's bad. It's good. It's good Monster Hunter, but yeah. it's it is Monster Hunter. So, so I, I played the demo for it, and I gotta say, like going from my Switch to that i downloaded the demo i found like i had five minutes 35 minutes to like run through it um and do one of the uh one of the the hunts they selected for you and it's it's good like i come from someone who's been playing monster hunter rise since like it dropped it's still an excellent game but the pc version on steam it looks better it's a lot smoother like textures look better the frame rates better just all around it's a much better performing game yeah. And honestly, like if Capcom had actually done like proper cross play or cross save, I probably would have pre-ordered it for Steam. But I'll just I start over. over. Just buy it again. Yeah. I'm buying that game and I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing yeah. it. Okay, uh, that might be worth it then if I have someone to play with. I can like help get you through it and maybe I could try like a different weapon or something so it's a bit more fresh. We'll see. Cause yeah, like I enjoy Monster Hunter. It's just I never, uh, I don't, I, I never get deep, deep into it though. I always just attack it at, at like the surface, and never really like, 
like I don't know, like how you spend like thousands of hours like on P. I, I remember in, in when I was in college and PSP, the Monster Hunters there. Um, I had friends that were like, yeah, yo, oh man, yo, look at this, I got like a thousand hours, man. They just had like all this stuff. I'm like, dude, where, like, what, where is the like content in this game? I don't know. I don't like doing the same things over and over. So That's the thing with Monster Hunters, you got, you got to love the grind to like, yeah, really like it. And yeah. a lot of the fun comes from like setting up a build that you want to do for your your weapon or any like weird goofy shit that you want to do. Yeah, um, and then grinding to get that. Like recently, um, when the Akuma armor set dropped for Monster Hunter, it changes all of your animations and it makes your weapon disappear. So instead of swinging around a sword and bashing with a shield, you're doing like punches and kicks and shit. Um, so I built up a whole like shield set around that. So I spent a lot of time like grinding for monsters, trying to get the right um build to use the sword and shield i wanted to use so that that's where the fun is at least for me it's that grind you got you got to really love the grind till like, i get into it but i've been playing a lot of that um i find myself falling back in like old comfort games and stuff so with uh that castlevania advanced collection that came out i played through that and then i went i dug through my old games busted out my ds started playing the ds castlevania games too like those are still fucking phenomenal if um, if they ever release like a DS collection for Switch or any modern consoles, I would definitely buy that because that you still have a DS. I have a 3DS. Okay. And I play my DS games on that. Um, but yeah, I've, I've I played that like a lot just for like Castlevania, and they're still good, like better than Bloodstained. I tried to play Bloodstained again to like scratch that itch. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, such a bummer. Like I just want to see like those old Castlevania games come back. I have been playing like a little bit of Symphony of the Night on my on my Chinese handheld. Like I'm looking for like a way to play it, which is funny because like I have it on my Vita and on my PS3, but I don't feel like busting out my Vita. (laughs) Just get a get a Chinese handheld, dude. That one you that one you asked about a while ago, the Retroid Pocket, like that's that's a good one. There's a there's a new one coming out called the Odin. It's supposed to be like the most powerful fucking Android handheld ever made. It's not going to be that, but um, see that would be fun. I would I would love to do that actually. Just get like some like Chinese retro machine and just throw a bunch of emulators and stuff on it. Yeah. That'd be cool. I might do that. I might look into that. It's they're yeah, good because you can actually you can actually put them in your pocket, unlike uh, yeah. Nintendo Switch or yeah. you got, you got a Steam link. Deck. You got a link for Retroid Pocket. I'll, I'll I'll pull one up. Cool. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, I'm finding myself falling back into that. Um, I want to start playing some new shit. Um, I'll probably play Back for Blood later tonight once I have some time. And I'll try to get into. Uh, I did pre-order the new Shin Megami Tensei game. Oh, November. So I'll definitely be playing that. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to like take the day off to play it because I'm burning a lot of vacation time. During the last like two months, I've had like three weddings and a concert. One of the weddings was in Alaska. 
<laughs> like, I burned through my vacation time in the last, like, two months. <laughs> but I'm going to try to take uh, November 15th off once that drops and play SMT5. And I would like to stream it. I just got to figure out how to do that for my Switch. Yeah. Which shouldn't be hard. Like, I think the Elgato you gave me. Was it an Elgato? The... I would never buy an Elgato product. How dare you? Yeah, I was an Elgato. It was, it was uh, a, you, gave, you gave me like a streaming. Is Evermedia? Yes, Evermedia. You got me like years ago. Should still be working. So yeah. I'll just dig that out and hook it up to my Switch and stream that. That'd be cool. I don't know. Let's know in the chat if you guys want to watch me stream SMT five and like rage. <laughs> or not even I'd watch rage, that. Enjoy it. Yeah, I'd play that. I'm gonna play it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> might as well show it off. But yeah, okay, so that's the Retroid right there. Cool. I'm adding it to my bookmark. Yeah, 80 bucks. I would say wait wait a little bit on it because they're releasing an updated version that's a lot more powerful. Okay. Um, They're actually selling like an entire like motherboard replacement. Like if you already own it, you can just buy like the new motherboard and just okay. replace it with the one you already own. It's a lot more okay. powerful. I'll wait for that then. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is the one I remember. This is the one I was like asking you about. Yeah. Anytime it's... like there's like some new like retro gaming system, I'm like, I'm gonna ask Wasabi about this because he's like he's my my retro machine guy. The 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 retroid is good. The problem with it though is that you've really got to tinker with it to get it working how you want it to work. Um yeah. which I like I, I find fun. Like as a power user, yeah. I like tinkering with things to make it function exactly how i want it to function um there's a pokemon mmo that um works on this thing um they oh, use yeah? diamond What's they use called? diamond and pearl i forget what the fuck it's called man they use di they use the actual diamond and pearl roms and they just hack it and it's it's um it like it works really well uh i forget what it's called though you have to get back to me on that <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because that sounds dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Yes. So let's start at the top. Let's, uh, you know, like when you're at an orgy and the lights go out, let's start at the top and work our way down. Um, the HTC Vive Flow uh. <laughs> just got announced. I thought that joke was funny. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> But uh, the HTC Vive Flow um, just got announced, and it looks pretty dope. Like, yeah, it's a very sleek, compact design. Like, this is what like we are past the point where VR is starting to look like how science fiction makes it look. Yeah, though I would say lightweight thing, and I would say this is still pretty science fictiony. Because the whole way they're marketing this is like, they're not marketing it from like the game, a gameplay thing. Yeah. They're marketing it as like a lifestyle product. Like yeah. you, you get you get home from a hard day's work and you want to unwind. This is what you, you, you put on to tune everything out and just exist on your own. Like serenity. They're, they're like yeah. marketing like. <laughs> yeah which was crazy to see because it wasn't like you know you have stuff like the oculus like trying to push the gaming side of it which is fine that's the stuff i'm interested in but yeah. then you have this which is like hey you come home from a long day at work 
hop that bad boy on, go see a concert without having to like actually drive yeah. there. And for anyone that's for anyone that's not watching the 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 video podcast, what this is is um, it's a set of VR glasses basically. Yeah. Um, so it's not like this full headset that you put on or like strapped to your head and it's just on your face forever. It's just you just they're glasses, like goggles almost, and you just just slide them on and they go like behind your ear. And like that's it. Uh, they look super lightweight. They look really cool and portable. Uh, like that's why like I'm interested in this because I'm like, oh, this is like they're really thinking about because when I when I think about VR, like I used to have the the original HTC Vive headset, and like the thing about VR is that. When I think about it, I'm like, okay, like what, what's something that like my mom could use or like, what's something that like, if I were to like to show this to like a family member, how easily could they use this? And exactly. like, and, like this that, is that's it. The thing you need to like, yeah, that's it right there. Like, yeah. that's the, and I think that's going to be like, it might be too soon to tell, but I think this is going to be like the groundbreaking like design that they needed to like push VR into a more mainstream audience. Cause right now it's like, they tried that a little bit with like the phone VR, they would slide your phone into like those old, like those yeah. old kind of make it more of a casual thing. And I mean, that was a fun, like little stocking stuffer when that was out, but no one's still using them as much as like, you know, that's the detriment of VR itself. And so that's why it's so cool to see this. This is supposed to be like that casual, non-gaming VR machine. And I love it for that. I love that because hopefully, you know, that'll help break that out into the mainstream and we can start seeing more work being put into VR. I'm into it for the gaming stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love that part of it. But, you know, for that to work, you know, it has to do more than just gaming. You know, it has to appeal to more than just that demographic, and this is it. This is the the machine to do it. And like the 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 way they're marketing it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, look at that. Like, look at that 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 case that the glasses look really sleek. Like, they're not trying to make it this like big VR thing for the 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 tech heads. You know what I mean? Like, this is for the casual consumer. Yeah. And now I this looks that. silly here. That. This little picture is silly kind of silly but <laughs> that's the thing when you like when you try to like show vr in a not vr environment it always looks weird like that but some of the specs they're saying about this it's a uh, 100 degrees field of view 3.2k resolution 75 hertz refresh rate built-in speakers uh noise cancel echo canceling microphone active cooling system there's actually fans in the in the face of it that um exhausts uh exhaust heat or does it like does it exhaust heat it says as active cooling system vents heat out of the eye chamber for for comfort that's as effortless as wearing a well-crafted eyepiece um that's like, cool they're, they're trying to push on like the comfort of it the ease of use of it like a lot of the barriers to entry that were in VR before aren't there anymore. Yeah. Now all you need is this and a phone and you can get like, um, like almost, um, 
a desktop computer level VR experience without needing to invest into all of that, which is yeah. cool. Like, I like seeing that. I like and seeing this. And I, I want to see, like, if this shakes up any new ground, like what it does for future, future VR products. The coolest thing about it is the price is only $500 right now for pre-order. That's the pre-order price. I don't know if maybe it'll go up after, after the pre-order window, but, um, that price is incredible. Like, I don't know how they get away with that, but I, I'm not sure like what the comparison is actually on that with like, I know the Vi the Val, the valve index is like a thousand, uh, which is like the most premium. But I think the Oculus is like the Oculus is around there at like a couple hundred. But then you gotta deal with like the Facebook bullshit, which like I'm not, exactly. Exactly. I'm not with. That's what I liked about this. And Ham Toro brings up a good point. He said five hundred dollars, isn't it? Using old hardware and does a game uses your phone as a controller. Yeah. No, 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 no. Your, uh... It does. No. It does game. Wait, 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 wait. It you can play games on it. But they're not marketing it for from the gameplay perspective. They're marketing it for like a, um, like hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some me time. Like, it's like isolating the world, basically. Yeah. Like, uh, like how they market it is like, oh, you're gonna take this to the bar, and just put these on and not worry about what's happening around you, or I don't know. But you can like you can do whatever you want with it. But they're just not marketing it as that. Which is interesting because it's a different angle. Yeah, so but... that's why it doesn't have like the vibe like controllers we've been seeing before and stuff because it's not meant for that. I mean, you could use it for gaming, yeah, if you wanted to, but they're not marketing it for that, and that that's the thing I like about it. Um, they're trying to market it as VR for a more mainstream cat crowd, non gaming crowd, and I think they nailed it with the marketing here and the design of the actual vibe flow. Um, time will tell. I mean, if enough people are inter interested in it to go out and buy it, I don't know if the average consumer, I could see a gamer dropping $500 for a gaming headset, but you know, yeah. I don't know if the average consumer is going to drop that to have some me time at home. But I mean, we'll see. Like, <laughs> I like the way they're marketing it, and I, I can see the potential here with this too. Just come home. Pull, put on your glasses, turn your brain off for a little bit, browse your phone, browse Reddit in the comfort of your bed or something. Yeah. Go check out like a concert or and... watch Netflix. Like that, that's the thing I like the most about it. I could just sit back, watch Netflix in my head, like on my pillow. I yeah. Like, turn towards my TV. Like that's awesome. And that was something that I always tried to do when, when I had my, my vibe was that I want to get on the bed and just like watch something. Uh, but like that shit was just way too heavy. <laughs> it was just way too like the cables on it were like a thousand cables on it. Like this, this is, has one cord, super lightweight, connects directly to your phone, and then you just feed it whatever content you want. Uh, it's it's I don't know. I think it's really cool. Um, so I don't know how many people are talking about this though. Like I don't know what the buzz is around this. Uh, I got yeah. they sent me an email. I was already in the mailing list for H the, the yeah. Vive stuff, so they literally sent me an email. And like as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" Uh, but I don't know what kind of buzz it has right now, or if anyone's really 
talking about this because it's really cool i think i think it's cool too and we'll have to see like what what buzz it does generate but i think it's a good step in the right direction we just need to see if it actually breaks ground yeah that's the thing if it catches on it's going to determine its success and maybe the future of the vr industry too while we're at it um <clears throat> Doesn't have Resident Evil 4 though, so zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, jokes aside, uh, moving on, Rockstar announced the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. I'm kind of mixed on this because it's supposed to be uh in honor of GTA 3's 20th anniversary. We are seeing a remastered compilation of Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Um it's supposed to be the definitive edition for those three games bundled together coming out on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, One, Switch, and Rockstar Game Launcher on PC. So it's coming to everything. Um, yeah. I'm a little confused, though, on what it's supposed to be because the description says it'll feature across-the-board upgrades, including graphical improvements and modern gameplay enhancements for all three titles. That's the part. While still that's... maintaining the look and feel of the original. It's so... the the thing about the gameplay enhancements is that could either be a good thing or a bad thing, yeah. depending on like who you ask. Because people forget there were some like missions in those games that were just fucking like fuck you. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, get memed to death how bad some of them are. Like yeah. I've never played any of those three games, but I know about like the really bad missions. Oh, really? Like an RC copter. Yeah, I know about them just from hearing them get memed to death. You know, all you had to do was follow the damn train, CJ. Yeah. Like, yeah. RC <laughs> mission and like, you know, there's yeah. so many like just memes from how bad some of these missions are. So that's why I'm, I'm confused about like what they you know just cleaning up those really bad missions. I would assume at the bare at the bare minimum at the bare minimum what I think they would do is a better checkpointing system because when you fail those missions you'd have to do the entire fucking and all you do is just start the mission all the way from the beginning you had to drive all the way back to the mission yeah just to start the it again shit. uh okay. so I th I assume that at the bare minimum better checkpointing i think is what they're going to do with that because if you complain right. if you change it if you change it too much then it loses like you kind of you do want clay dog is in the chat what's up clay he says vice city greater than all uh i definitely have the nostalgia for vice city the most but i think san andreas for me is like the best one i i've never played any of them well that's not true my buddy had vice city on uh his ps4 actually which we'll get to that a little bit because there's some other stuff coming out with this and i played a little bit and i'm like this game kind of plays like shit <laughs> um, <laughs> i got too used to like modern sensibilities for things like shooting and like aiming and shooting that i don't like the way uh these older grand theft auto games felt um so that's why like if they improve that i might check it out but it doesn't seem like they're doing that um, so this is good for the, those people who like do like those games and want an excuse to go back and play them. Here's like an enhanced port, basically, with some updated graphical um, fidelity and some gameplay enhancements to make the game less frustrating and archaic. It's a cool way to play it. But they did, and here's the big like but, 
they have begun removing existing versions of those titles because you could buy them separately before. Yeah. And so here's already taking those off of digital stores. And here's the problem with that is those games have very large modding communities. Yeah. Um, you can still play those games if you have them. So I don't think like those are going to go anywhere, but I, I'm wondering if if you've ever seen those games heavily modded, like graphically even. I wonder if they're gonna try to meet the the graphics level of those mods. I wonder if they're gonna try to do that with these games. Or there's even like I used to play back in the days. There was like a Vice City Online thing, which was almost like a. If you remember how like Quake three was or like an unreal tournament there were like servers you jumped into that had a bunch of mods on them and it'd be like hey this is a racing server and they had a bunch of custom tracks and you just you downloaded everything as you went into the server uh and that shit was always fucking crazy because you never knew what you're gonna get into uh like i don't know it's kind of like i don't know i feel like we're gonna lose that if we uh with 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 by them like removing this stuff yeah. they've never been rockstar has never been friendly to the modding community they've always been trying to shut that shit down uh with like varying degrees of success so i think that i don't see why like that is the like embrace well, they ki- kind of hold on now <laughs> but that's a, they kind of they don't really embrace it they begrudgingly embrace it i guess because there's a that anniversary update that's coming out for skyrim is going to fucking break everything oh yeah (laughs) like fucking everything uh every fucking thing is gonna break when that update comes out it's like you guys so brain dead or just you don't care about all this work anyway that's that's something else entirely but yeah um yeah I, i i wonder like what I, I yeah I guess it's, it's what are they gonna do with this definitive edition like graphically and like removing the old versions is like I don't know a bit a step too far I think like I you can just so leave too. those up like like look at uh fucking just recently <laughs> Blizzard and uh God damn it what was it um uh Warcraft Reforged right like. Oh, was it Warcraft 2? Yeah. Um, well, like they were they removed the original and were like, hey, here's the new one. And that like broke all these old servers and people couldn't play these this game they've been playing for the past like fucking 10 plus years because of some update for a get they didn't even buy into. <laughs> um so like we'll we'll see what happens with this, man. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm really weird about it. I never really got into those games. Doesn't affect me, but I can see like people who are like still modding San Andreas, for example, being pissed off they can't do it anymore, or this new update breaks what mods they've already downloaded or worked on. But we'll see. We'll have to see what they do with it. I don't know. I'll check it out. I want to see what the game looks like. There's like a huge graphical enhancement that someone like me who's never played those games before and might get me to like jump into them and actually try them out but um, yeah hold my breath they also they do they're also saying it is coming to ios and android in next year so that's those games are also are on mobile 
platform. Yeah. So curious, curious about about that as well. Oh yeah, me too. We'll have to wait and see what they do with them. Um, now here's a story I want to talk about. <laughs> Here we go. Oh God, dude! I don't even know where to start with this. Um, Nintendo just revealed the pricing details for the Switch Online expansion. Um, also, they talked about some Animal Crossing stuff, so that's cool. Happy Home Paradise DLC is coming out, $25. Uh, but if you buy this Switch Online expansion, you can get it for free. Um, still not worth it, but the expansion pass, like when they announced um, last the end of September that N64 Sega Genesis games would be coming to Switch Online, I got really excited until they said they were going to be talking about pricing details at a later date. And my gripe with this is that Switch, you still need Switch Online to play online, and that's still a fucking garbage service <laughs> that doesn't do it. It doesn't support voice chat for most games. You have to, you have to download a separate app on your fucking phone <laughs> to voice chat with people. I've dumped hundreds of hours into Monster Hunter Rise with my brothers and my cousins, and we have to use Discord every time because their actual online chat system is fucking garbage. I've had games drop on me for no reason. Um, just anytime you play a game online, it's depending on the game, it could be a fucking nightmare. And they have the audacity to be like, oh, that's fine. You can keep paying $20 a year for that. But here's this new expansion that doesn't change anything for your online system. It's still a garbage system, but they added Sega Genesis and N64 games. For $50 a year, $30 more from the standard membership, more than double in the standard membership. And for what reason? <laughs> like, the online so, system still fucking sucks. Like, I don't understand. Uh, oh, shout out to Leo in the chat. What's up, Leo? Um, okay, so here's... Okay, so let's, let's talk about what you're getting with this. So they announced this, the price at least... They announced the price during the Animal Crossing Direct, which I don't, I mean, we're not going to talk about that here because I'm not an Animal Crossing guy, but yeah. I will say a pretty sizable, significant update for Animal Crossing if you're, if you're in Animal Crossing. Yeah, a huge um, update, huge update. They announced it along with DLC, uh, Happy Home Paradise Animal Crossing DLC that's going to be included in the expansion pack. Along with the N64 games and the Genesis games, uh, that Animal Crossing DLC is thirty dollars. That's a thirty dollar DLC that's being included in this expansion pack for some reason, which is going to be fifty dollars a, a year. Here's here's my thinking of this. Now look, the expansion pack is totally optional. You know what I mean? So it's not like you have to go out and get this thing. Uh, I will say, if you're interested in the Animal Crossing DLC, this is probably a better deal yeah. than just buying it outright. Um, but here's my question. Is that DLC, is that standalone DLC? Do I have to own the game to enjoy that? Or can I yes, just... Yes. So that's that's ridiculous, <laughs> uh, because you're giving me a DLC that I can't play unless I already own the game that it requires 
That's crazy. Here's, here's my thing that that bugs me too. Let's say I have the family plan for my Switch online because okay. it's cheaper to do it that way. Like my wife plays online with her sister. I'll play online with my brothers. Um, I have my brother and his girlfriend on my family plan too. So thirty bucks a year for the family plan versus twenty dollars per person. It's just cheaper for us to like divvy it up and do it that way. Um, now here's my question. Let's say, you know, I get that expansion. I get the, uh, the family plan for that membership, which is $80 a month, a year. So again, more than double what the family plan already costs. Is every person on that family plan going to have access to that DLC? Or is that just like a single code that only a single, um, profile is going to have access to? That's interesting. That's an interesting question. Yeah, like I, I don't think anyone's explained it yet. If we'll have access to that, or is it just, or does it not matter because the expansion pass? Because how do they word it in the direct? It's like, oh, you get the DLC if you buy the expansion pass. So is that offer only if you buy like the one the the single plan? Like it doesn't work with the uh, family plan. Like I, I, there's a lot of questions I have on that. that I don't want to like. Well, here's here's the. Okay, so wh while I was brainstorming on why they would do this, I came up with this. You tell me if this makes any sense. <laughs> uh, I think over time they're going to be adding more like DLC to this thing for free. So maybe you get like this Animal Crossing shit for now, but then like maybe down the road you get like um, Asia Calamity DLC is like included, or uh, Mario Party DLC is included. They'll just keep adding DLCs. Now look, that's a very un Nintendo like move, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the only reason I could come up with of why they would do that. Do, do this. Yeah. Which, which is weird to me because, like, I want to like this service, but as Clay was saying, to pay a premium for something people have had emulators to have access to for decades, and I want to take that a step further. Most of these games you could have bought on your Wii, you know, for the at back of the Nintendo Play Store or the Nintendo um, eShop. Yeah. But that shit, most of those games didn't carry over from the Wii to the Wii U. And none of those games carried over from the Wii U to the Switch. The Switch doesn't have um, a retro eShop. So your only way to play these games is to do it through that membership. Now. Like, you couldn't just... If I bought Star Fox 64 on my Wii, like, eight, nine years ago, whatever, I wouldn't be able to play it on my Switch right now. And yeah. God forbid I deleted that shit because the, the shop's down. I can't re-download it. I, my only option to play that game legally is to give them 50 bucks a year for these games. And there's some good games in there. Don't get me wrong. You know, Star Fox 64 is a fucking classic. Ocarina of Time is a fucking classic, even though the 3DS version is better. Um, I think, uh, what else did they announce is coming up? Like, Donkey Kong 64 was announced to be coming up with that soon. Um, yeah. God damn it. Um, Majora's Mask, I Sin think they said. Yeah, Majora's Mask is coming up. Sin and Punishment is fucking excellent. I would love to play that. But 
it's so scummy to like not offer them separately separate them out into this yearly membership and then charge more for that when the whole purpose when i got switch online i mainly got it so i could play online with my brothers and stuff and i i the way i rationalize it is like yeah it's a garbage online system but they offered me these games i can play so that's that kind of makes up for it now i can't even say that because it's such an exorbitant price for all of these games, games I would like to play, but I don't, I don't think the right way of going about it would have been charging more for the membership. And if they had to charge more for it, they shouldn't have charged that much more. Like, I think it would have been better for me. I, I wouldn't have been so salty about it if they had like, I don't know, said switch online. It's going to be $30 now, but you can play games online for free. And the $30 just to get the games. I'd, I'd be okay with that. But to charge $50 to play online and get access to these games is fucking scummy when they should have just added that to the existing membership in the first place. Like, I'm really pissed that that's the case. And, yeah, like, it's, it's, it feels so rough, especially since there's no way to play them now. Like, I can't buy Sin and Punishment separately if I just want to play that. I have to jump into this membership. It just seems so anti consumer to me. And you could argue, well, PlayStation Plus, you know, that's like $50 a year. Yeah, but I'm getting a fucking good online system to do it, though. <laughs> like, you know, I get two free games every month. Some of them I like. Some of them can fuck off. But I'm getting a good online infrastructure. I have voice chat supporting all my games. I have... Um, but they're also not putting stuff chat. behind the the subscription. Like, they've got no. PS2 games on there. They've got... Uh, PlayStation Now, like streaming, is a whole separate thing that you can buy those games individually too. Yeah. Uh, though that's a ripoff, though. Don't do that. Uh, yeah. uh, you can do voice chatting. They're teaming up with Discord for some voice chat solution, I think. Yeah. Um, and all of that you can do for free. Um, Xbox offers cloud saves for free, I think. Um, like all the all these other alternatives are doing this much better, but these guys are just yeah. Nintendo. Just doesn't exactly. really. What, what do I get with this? Like, I get a shitty online system. I have to use my fucking phone to voice chat, which at that point I just use Discord, which I'm doing, and I get um, I get cloud backup for some games, not all of them. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Out. I forgot about God that. Damn it! Can you fucking <laughs> imagine, dude. I don't even have to imagine. It's fucking happening. Like, well, Jesus Christ, man. Actually, the other and thing is, if you... If, it. At first, I can justify it because it was so much cheaper than the competition. But now that if I want to have everything, 50 bucks a year, again, that's how much like a PlayStation Plus subscription costs right now, isn't it? Or is it 60? Uh, I think... I I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like Leo Leo says it's 60. Yeah, Clay says my main gripe is what if you don't play Animal Crossing and just want retro games? That was my thing. Now we don't know if we don't know if the price is the price. Like if if Animal Crossing well like we do know it's a $30 DLC, but we don't know if they're if that's affecting the price maybe they were just going to charge $50 anyway and they're like hey we'll just throw this on top that's why I'm like they could add other DLC 
for the same price and that that'd be much more worthwhile is what i think i hope they're gonna do um like when splatoon 2 comes out or splatoon 3 comes out and whatever like dlc that has they're just including it into this uh age of calamity dlc they just throw it into this mario party dlc just throw it into this and it just stays fifty dollars like that would be great i think but that you would still have to own those games though like you're not you're not getting that's why i'm like is this standalone can i enjoy this animal crossing thing without uh owning the game but i don't know i hacked my switch like years ago and i've never looked back i'm banned (laughs) from the online system like entirely not like account banned just like my console's banned but so like i don't really care ultimately this is a pretty shitty thing i think uh, especially when you look at the competition and what they're doing like yeah. when PlayStation Plus first got announced when that was first uh, thing and they started announcing like oh you get two free games every month I didn't mind it because it was like at the time I think it was like 60 bucks a year which is about what like Xbox was charging yeah and but I, I also it was like oh you need to pay for it for that which I didn't mind that's about what Xbox was charging I thought it was free games I, st- I still hold the opinion that I don't want to pay to play my games online at all. That's why I play on PC. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying anyone to use my internet uh, connection on like on your games. That that's I don't know. That's absurd to me. As a PC gamer, no, I you, agree. You could all do better. Do that in consoles, like PS3 had it for a while. I think if anyone does, it would be Microsoft first, I think. They've just been very pro-consumer in the past years. I think I think so. Maybe not free, but they've, like, Game Pass alone is already, like, you're already getting that with Game Pass, so, like, it's, it's not even a big deal yeah, for that, them. That's why it's so frustrating is, like, standalone in its own bubble, like, it's such a scummy, predatory thing, but when you look at, like, what the competition's offering, it's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, how, why? Yeah. How can you look around and be like, yeah, we're going to do this? Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Because Nintendo, um, dude. It's the same reason why Pokemon is the most uh, highly grossing video game franchise on the planet. Or, like, well, like franchise in general, not even just video games. It's like, Nintendo can do whatever the fuck they want. And people are going to buy the shit anyway. Like, releasing a shitty N64 controller that only works for the switch and charge twice as much as like any other alternative that works with everything uh on the market right now like they don't give a fuck nintendo does what nintendo do and people are gonna buy the shit anyway which is the problem nuts like oh i don't know it's such a scummy thing to do and maybe for me because like i have like my brother on it my wife on it you know my brother's girlfriend on it maybe we could all like if we want to upgrade to that we could all just pitch in like another like five dollars ten dollars each but still it hurts giving nintendo money to access that content uh retroarch retroarch is on steam right now uh it's totally free it's got online play it's got um you can use whatever controller you want. It's got N64 and Genesis. It's got achievements. It's got retro achievements, which is cool. 
So, um, so and like, yeah. And that, that's what bums me the most about it. Like, if... Uh, I bought Super Metroid on my Wii years ago. And I can't remember what I paid for it. Like $10 or something. $20, I can't remember. But I bought that game. That's money I gave Nintendo to play that game. Then the Wii U came out. And they're like, oh, it's 50 cents to upgrade to that. And remember that when they were doing that shit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like a, like 50 cents from an upgrade to that game. So I did it. And now the Switch is out. I can't play Super Metroid again that I paid money for twice without giving them money for a yearly subscription. Well, that was your first and mistake, giving them money. Yeah. yeah, that's the scummiest part of it. Um... I've lost a lot of good faith I did have in Nintendo with this happening. And even though in the long run, people would argue, it's, oh, that's not that expensive. $50 a year isn't that much. If you look at like what the competition's doing, what they're offering with it, it's, it's really scummy, anti-consumer. And even though I have the money to do it, I don't want to give the money like on principle for it. I'm like, yeah. I went from like mad. It's so funny. I came into this podcast today thinking I was going to start raging and, you know, being that angry video gamer, but I'm just like frustrated <laughs> and sad. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like worse. It doesn't make for good content, but it's, it's a lot worse emotionally. Like, fuck you. Well, man. this expansion pack is going to launch on October 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that they said about it is that I put it in the quickies, but I didn't, I didn't put it, um, under this. They said the PAL versions, uh, Nintendo of Europe came out on Twitter and was like, Hey, the, the PAL versions of these N64 games are going to be, they're going to run at 60 Hertz or we're going to offer both the 60 Hertz versions, the American versions and the 50 Hertz European versions. The European games ran slower for some reason. Uh, how t- TVs are standardized. Um, yeah. TVs in the UK were marketed with 50 hertz, and they ran at a 50 FPS for TV shows and movies and games that ran. Well, movies suffered 20, but point is, TVs in PAL regions had 50 hertz television sets, where 60 was a standard here in the US. Yeah. Um, and nearly everywhere else in the world, which is fucking weird, like Japan, the US, Mexico, all of that was 60. But for some reason, the PAL regions were all like 50. I don't know why. Now, I don't know what that means for most N64 games. I don't think even ran at 60 or 50. Like, Ocarina of Time ran at 24 FPS, I think. was like the max for that game. So, uh... It wasn't a huge problem with that generation of gaming, but later generations definitely had some issues. Like... Um, I remember watching like a video someone was showing off a Devil May Cry 3 <laughs> running at like 50 hertz and it's just running in slow motion. <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking bad. I can't imagine being like that being the version of the game you played. Um, but yeah, it, it's cool. Like, they can let you switch between that. So if you want the nostalgia of playing your games in slow motion, that's all you had. <laughs> it's cool you can recreate that. Or if you want to play the game the way the devs intended and the way the rest of the world played them, because yeah. we were at the, the foresight to have all of our uh, our televisions have a 60 hertz refresh rate. You know, you can get on the bandwagon there. It's cool they offer both, though. Still shitty. I don't want to invest in that service, but 
It's still yeah. Just don't anyway. don't buy it. Vote with your wallet. Exactly. Vote with your wallet, people. Like uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, you said that's pronounced. Yeah. Um, the game is not open world. It's a Monster Hunter. So uh, which. Which I was right, funny. and you like, guys were wrong. So yeah. I just want to glad glad glad. What's the word I'm looking for? I want to I want to <laughs> gloat. Yeah, there it is. I want to gloat <laughs> a little bit and tell you people that you were wrong and I was right. This game so is not. What's funny about this is that it has like a monster hunter approach to the gameplay, where it's a hub world. You take missions and that takes you to different parts of the area. And there are these big open areas you can, like, do your mission in. And when it's done, you come back. So, like, you know, Monster Hunter, any other, like, hunting genre-style game. Baby Star. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days did that, too. But one thing that bugs me about this fucking article here, this Twitter post that from Joe Merrick that the article cites, is that he says it's not fully open world, but rather segmented open areas, like Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was open world. Like, it had some segments that were split off, but it wasn't like Monster Hunter, where you had a hub world, and then you jump from section to section. No, these were, like, whole continents that you had to travel by, like, ship to get to. So they were separated in the sense that, like, you fast travel on the ship to get from one continent to the next, but that whole continent was, like, a huge fucking map that was absolutely open world. So weird comparison there. That's the only thing that bugged me. But... yeah. The Monster Hunter comparison is really funny to me that Pokemon Legends Arts, everyone thought it was like, I was in that band camp too, that was like, oh, Pokemon Breath of the Wild, cool. And from the get-go, like, that was not what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of upset that no one corrected that, because people have been, like, blowing up on it. Oh, open-world Pokemon, Pokemon Breath of the Wild. And not one, like, person out there was like, yo, yo, wait a minute, that's not, that's <laughs> not what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, would would you would you be like, hey, the whole world is like excited about this? Would you come out and be like, hey, guys, don't like, if you were selling the product, you wouldn't be like, hey, guys, just relax for a second. You know, it's the it's the no man's sky of like, people are really excited about this. I don't know if we can. We're selling this thing. We I don't know if we can actually come out and tell them like, you know, wait, calm down. It's not going to be what you want it to be uh true that's true but still like i'd be pretty pissed if like like i was a if i was a kid who like saw that trailer owned breath of the wild and was like oh cool pokemon breath of the wild and i just didn't hear any of this shit and i picked the game up and it's not that <laughs> um but yeah that anyway i was right yeah you i was right yeah uh clay said unpopular opinion it's pokemon who cares not an unpopular opinion. You are right, but <laughs> let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Activision announced a new uh, anti-cheat system for Call of Duty. It's already leaked and being reverse engineered. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a part three to this. Um, so let's just start at the beginning here. So they announced, they came out and announced Ricochet. Like a new anti-cheat thing. They were like, cheaters beware. We're not taking your shit anymore. You better watch out. Here comes Ricochet. And then they just had this whole thing. It's like Ricochet fucking like, they're really like a boosting on this, right? Um, 
And then soon after they announced all this this stuff, it's a kernel level driver on PC, which always puts like makes like PC people clench your buttholes because you're like, hey, uh, kernel level. That means it has access to like the most uh, sensitive parts of the PC uh, software. You probably shouldn't need this for just an anti cheat. Um, they did the same thing with like Doom does it and uh, Valorant does it. It's like um, this has like admin level access. So it always scares people when, when that shit happens. So when you say it's kernel level and then this this story comes out that says, hey, people are already reverse engineering it before it's even out. Um, that's a little worrying because you're like, OK, now there's exploits in it already and you're going to launch this thing and but no apparently i don't want to say they this was like i I think the wording going around was that it was intentional i think it's not so much intentional as in as it was it's like planned not planned but expected like they expected it to get um like it's in like a testing phase right now so it's getting passed around and people are like uh attacking it as you expect people to do when like a new thing like this comes out so they expected people to get into it and try to find exploits so that they could fix it is ultimately my understanding is it's in testing right now so this stuff's going to get quote unquote leaked and reverse engineered but like it's not even out yet they're gonna fix it they're gonna patch like whatever exploits these guys are looking at it's gonna get fixed it's gonna get patched hopefully um and offer a better anti-cheat solution now what i my feeling on on like the whole anti-cheat thing is um i don't know yeah like find a way to get like the cheaters out but maybe you don't have to Maybe there's a better way to do it, like like server side. the The server side part is the one that works on like everything, even the consoles. the The kernel level stuff is just PC. That, that's like client side. Um, I don't know how much of this you actually need for just like a sufficient anti cheating. Um, yeah. Like, I'm not an expert in the field of anti-cheat and kernel-level drivers and all that shit. But if it's something that scares a lot of people when you say kernel-level, they're using it as, like, a buzzword here. Like, you're our kernel-level driver. They're, they have the highest level of access, so that means it's very safe and you're protected. But it scares a lot of people. <laughs> like, if that shit gets exploited, you could potentially, like, bad things could happen. I don't know. Exactly, and that's why it's so funny to me that like consumers don't want it. It's already being, it's already breaking. A lot of people are already breaking most of these, like within what twenty four to forty eight hours of a game dropping. All they really yeah. do, they put in all this work, all this effort, make people unhappy to secure that first day twenty four forty eight hour sales, which really aren't even affected that much by pirates anyway. It just it seems like a lot of work for no reason, but whatever. Clay Clay says in the chat, just like you can, if you go to GameRoast.com slash Twitch, GameRoast.com slash YouTube, he says, it just means it sits under the OS and launches with Windows. That's not, 
that's not entirely true it from what i understand it has like there's different levels of um access applications have in windows um kernel level means it has the highest level of access it can make modifications to your system you know when you try to like install something and like windows goes hey uh do you want to authorize this um that's because that thing doesn't have that level of access to just authorize itself so you as the user has that access if you have like an administrator account you have that access to tell it hey yeah i want to allow this to do it when you have kernel level drivers they don't need permission to do anything once you've got like, i think it's level zero access it's like the system level it can do whatever the fuck it wants no permission anything that just means you're giving it admin rights to bypass uac yeah but there's even like there's levels of access like beyond that though beyond even like user like user level admin access there's like kernel level means like it's more it's even more dangerous it's even more it's even more even more uh can also mean it's allowed through secure boot to launch before the os i think that's what that's what it is um but they're saying it's only running when the game is running and when like you're actually playing and then it turns itself off when you're not uh we've heard that before i think like doom i think had has like something like this in it i think it has de nouveau anti-cheat anti which is basically the same thing but when they said it wasn't running it actually was running yeah um like that, that, that the, the the problem is the problem is not so much the level of access it has even though it is a problem it's that there's always like exploits and holes in this stuff that when you're given that level of access, you have to make sure that it's doing it correctly or you could like really fuck shit up. Um, I think a lot of people just don't want to risk it. So a lot of people just don't, they just refuse to play Doom even though it's a great game. Uh, Valorant has the same thing. Um, there's like games that don't have this kind of shit in it that are fine. They have no cheaters at all. So whatever they're doing, I feel like everyone could just do and not have to have scary stuff like this. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, 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 uh, I don't know. I'm not an expert. So <laughs> what does a single player game like doom need for anti-cheat? It has a multiplayer component to it, which is totally optional, but the anti-cheat is not optional. Even if you don't go online with it. Um, it has like a Dark Souls thing where you can get invaded by other players or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't even think that shit It's a launched. weird thing. It's like a player... It didn't launch with it. It's like a player died to like a monster. And if that person was on your friends list, you could fight the monster that killed them. But it's like powered up. Uh. And it like notifies your friend like, oh, like wasabi ice cream killed that demon that gave you shit. It's, oh. It's, it's not like too like invested, but it's a fun little thing to like see. Yeah. And I think though it rewards you with like I think it rewards you who kills it with like more resources or something to double check. Yeah. Anyway, this this is supposed to be a quickie. <laughs> yeah. Um they've got they've got this new anti cheat solution. So if you're scared of kernel level drivers, maybe don't play 
Call of Duty Warzone, which yeah. I think they are put they are going to put this in Vanguard too. I think so. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what they do with it. Yeah. Um, we also got uh, some more quickie news. Blue Point Games is coming to PlayStation Studios. Yeah. I don't think we're surprised by that, right? Like, well, they leaked it leaked when they announced the um, yeah, the 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 other one that happened, the Japan Studio or whatever the fuck it was. I remember um, the leak. I remember the leak, but even before the leak, I was like, I would not be surprised if because Blue Point worked on um the Demon Souls remake, and I think they helped develop um Returnal, right? Or am I making that up? Yeah, they did a lot of remakes. Uh, they did um, Shadow of Colossus and uh, yeah, a lot of other stuff. So they're like they're a great studio. They do good work. So um, yeah, that, that's another one where you like they didn't they weren't already owned by PlayStation. Yeah, like, exactly. Sworn, but yeah, good stuff. I, I I'd like to see what uh what else they're working on. So. Yeah, they're they're the kind of dev that like I want to see what they're doing, and it's cool that they actually have a place to call home now. And... If they're making their own game, I think I thought that they were doing um, the Days Gone. Was that them that were doing the Days Gone like re like sequel? The sequel. I think they worked on the PC port for Days Gone, didn't they? We're making. Oh, maybe. Yeah. There's so much like stuff getting like shuffled around like between different yeah. studios over there that you forget like oh, yeah. who's doing what. Santa Monica. I know that was I think that was a Santa Monica game, but I thought that like when they were like teasing like yeah they were, we were doing a sequel, but they said no. I thought that they were doing something with that too. But anyway, Blue Point, they're cool. We like them. Yeah, they're cool. I like them. So we'll see what they uh what they put out for them. Um, also, the news we got Bandai Namco announced a new purpose and a corporate logo. Um, the logo is bad. The logo, yeah, it's like really, it's trying to do this like sleek, like modern look, but it just translates to boring. They're going the opposite of like everyone's trying to do simplified logos, and this is like the opposite of that. I think this is just not. Like, I feel like their old logo is more simple than this one. Because you could take the text out and you could still recognize it as, like, Bandai Namco. If you'd, like, yeah. seen it before. But this is just, yeah, like... It's, it's some, I don't like it. Uh, yeah, but it, too. yeah. Fun for all into the future. The new mission statement to make uh, fun games that bring people together. So, like, the most generic mission statement for video game <laughs> publisher. Um, jokes aside... Sometimes we, uh, it is good to be reminded that games can be fun, and it's cool to see someone like it's not a controversial opinion to like put your foot down and be like, I want to make fun games, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not gonna shake the world or anything, but it's nice to see, like, you know, they have a like that wasn't your ambitious statement already, but whatever. <laughs> um, well, I think they also do toys and stuff too, so. Yeah, I could like shit on them all, make jokes like all day, but at the end of the day, it's like it's not gonna change anything. Bandai Namco's not even a developer anymore, really, right? They just publish everything. I think so. Well, yeah. no, no, Bandai Namco Studios develops. It's a whole different like yeah, company, though. different different uh wing that they do a lot of anime shit. They do, and they publish like the Demon Souls and Dark Souls games and 
Yeah. I mean, it's not that another Dynasty Warriors 2, right? It's like another one. No, it's Koei Tecmo. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> I'm going to get them even more confused now. They're <laughs> fucking changing. Um, <laughs> jokes aside, like, if that's what they want to do, cool. I don't like the logo, but whatever. I don't think it's going to make a big difference. The games are going to start saying they're probably going to be doing the publishing the same games, developing the same games. Tekken's not going to change, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. That was a quickie. Uh, Halo 2 and Halo 3 mod tools have been released. Clay says he's got to go. Later, Clay. Good Peace. to see you, man. Uh, Halo 2 and Halo 3 mod tools have just been released. Um, I thought that was already out. <laughs> I didn't know that was like... They did it for the first game for Halo CE they did earlier. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Two and three. They've actually updated Halo 2. From what I understand, that game had a lot of uh, visual, graphical issues, consistency issues, and I think they've finally fixed all that with the recent update. Which is cool. Um, Also, side note, Master Chief Collection, if you don't have Game Pass for whatever reason, even though we talk about it every episode, and you want to play some Halo... The Master Chief Collection is twenty dollars right now on Steam. So yeah, yeah, fun to look into. Or you could just get Game Pass, and play it on there. But whatever, you do you. You're a big boy. I'm just a dude on the internet. I'm not your dad. The yeah. only thing about these mod tools is that there's no Steam Workshop support, and that would be, I think, the icing on the cake. That would be like the final thing that they could do to really make this. Because I don't even know where you find like they've got the tools available. People are making stuff, but I don't know where you find like mods to just download and try out and play. So, no, really, like if they they wanted a way to separate them, because again, you know, Game Pass, you can just play them all in there. But if they added, you know, Steam Workshop support, like that would already be a deciding factor, like separate it from the Game Pass release of the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Microsoft's gonna Microsoft. Steam's gonna Steam. Um, I think it would be a good idea to put like Steam Workshop support on it. Maybe that'll come down the pipeline when some of the later games get mod tools, but we'll see what happens. Um, Evo 2021 has been canceled, which are we really surprised? I mean, the turnaround for uh, Evo 2020 when everything went online, a lot of games had to be uh, canceled and a lot of people just didn't compete because they don't want to play online because of the latency issues. Even games with great rollback netcode still didn't have some top players playing because they didn't want to deal with it. I think um, for me, it is surprising that they canceled it all together yeah. instead of just, because what, what was happening now was that a lot of people were doing just, you have to show your like vaccination card, yeah. um, which is a whole nother like can of worms. I, there were like, there was like a fish concert happening around here and it was one of those like, Hey, just show your card and you, and then you get a wristband but people were selling the wristbands so if you didn't have your vaccination you just buy the wristband from like a scalper or whatever and still get in so (laughs) (laughs) um that's funny it's weird that evo's not doing something like that either i don't know they probably don't want to take on the liability or something but yeah i don't know it is it is weird to see it it is weird to see it just completely canceled instead of trying to do an online event again like they did last year, but with the nightmare that was involved with it last year, I could see why, like, they just want to remove the headache and just not do it. It's a yeah. bummer. I'm, I'm going to miss, like, 
I haven't like really paid attention to Evo in a while. I like to check out highlights, you know, see who like the top competitors are and uh, who won what brackets. But it sucks. I'm not even able to get that this year. <laughs> Doesn't Sony own Evo now? Do they? I don't. Didn't think that so. happen? I swear they came out and was like, "Hey guys, we own Evo now." I swear, PlayStation like owns Evo now, but yeah, I, could be I guess wrong they did it back that. in May of this year. Yeah. Huh? I didn't know that happened. The way we talked about it, on the show. Did we? but yeah, but oh, it, did, was such right. a, it was I such a, like a, yeah, it was like such like a passing thing. It was just like, oh, that's weird. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. I remember talking about that, and I was like, I don't see what's going to change. Like, most games at EVO are competed on a PS4 anyway. Like, most of the hardware to compete anyway. So, I don't know what's going to change too much with that. It looks like nothing, because they fucking canceled it this year. So, we're not going to see Sony's EVO until 2022. Unless, vaccination rates don't go down, or don't go up. But, we'll see. Shout out to the FGC. They're strong. They'll they'll make it through this. Yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> FGC is fine. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is like some like unofficial like FGC um, funded competition coming up. Not for yeah. everything Evo is gonna do, but I'm sure like there's gonna be something. The Street Fighter community alone is probably gonna do something. I wouldn't be surprised, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. <clears throat> yeah, N64 and Switch games. Um, yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah. It uh, hurts. And the creators of Oxenfree, Night School Studio, joined Netflix. This is uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So Oxenfree is like a game that I enjoyed very much. Uh, I know Night School, they, they put out that other game, that drinking game. Uh, I forgot what it was, but it's like you compete with like the devil in hell in a drinking game or some shit like that. I've Didn't... never heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot what it was called, but um, it didn't do too well. Uh, but anyways, so these guys are joining Netflix. After party. After party, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Is that it? You're like drinking with yeah. people? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're joining Netflix on something. They really haven't. Uh, they didn't really get into what exactly it's going to be, but um, I'm interested in what it could be because Netflix has done some like kind of interesting interactive stuff. Like uh, we were talking about Black Mirror, they did that Bandersnatch yeah. thing, which I don't know anything about other than it was like an interactive type of thing, yeah, it's like a point-click adventure thing. Uh. So this is uh this is interesting. I'm sure like they're excited. I swear someone else jumped on Netflix too, but I might maybe I'm. Netflix they're... did announce earlier this year that they had plans to like push into gaming. Yeah. And offer video games on top of like movies and TV. Um, I don't know what that means. They're gonna have like a separate service for gaming, like Game Pass. I don't know what they meant by that. Just that they were they were looking into it. So maybe, so maybe um, night school is coming in to help with that. They just can't talk about it. I don't know. Um, but at that point, like, why announce you're going to have night school 
here with you if you weren't doing a video game project. Um, well, I felt like yeah. Telltale or someone was um, also jumping in on some Netflix shit. They did. I think um, the Minecraft game was available on Netflix as like a oh, movie. Yeah. It was like a thing they did. I don't know how it worked because I never tried it, but apparently like you can get the whole story and it's a playable experience, but it's like a point and click adventure. That Minecraft story mode is like really good. I keep saying every time uh, Telltale comes up, I keep saying that like yeah, I remember they've it up way they've never I they've never missed is what I'm saying though. Like I think there was like around the time when that like their their only shitty one was the Game of Thrones one. I think that's where people were like really tuned out. But everything they released after that, like the Guardians of the Galaxy one, the Minecraft one, the the Batman one. Uh, Among Us alone is like well, phenomenal. The Borderlands one is better, but let's you know. I doubt that, but no, I'm tr- trust me. I I've played every single one of their games. They're Gadget all good. Hi, hi, Gadget Guru in the chat. Gadget Guru in the chat, what's up? Uh, like Wolf Among Us is great, but I think oh. after that, after that, people started tuning out. Uh, but they've been because like that's what I I started tuning in really. Yeah, well, but play Tales of the Borderlands is the best one. I, 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 I'm telling you, it is. Uh, but definitely play like play those games because they're they're really they're really good. I really enjoyed the Minecraft one. I really en- really enjoyed the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one. Uh, like they're all just really good. I, they do comedy better than they do drama. It's just my problem with I think not really my problem but i think it was like telltale's problem is that they never have like an original property they could like put out there and call their own like all of their games existing properties you know wolf among us is uh fables walking dead fucking batman minecraft borderlands and i think their their big problem is they've spent all this money on the licenses for these like franchises to develop these games and I know that money wasn't going to development. Like those games aren't really expensive to produce. I would think they don't look too expensive to build. Yeah. I think most of their money was going to like licenses and trying to get the license for these games. And, but it's the, I think it's, it's the writing. I think like the writing on those games is just really, really good. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Writing's the, the, the strongest their strongest uh suit but they, they take those properties and make it their own or if it's if they do have to work with like inside what what they're given like guardians of the galaxy is a prime example that that game made me care about guardian like that was the first thing i've my first encounter with guardians of the galaxy at all was that telltale game and i they had an episode for every character so you really got to fall in love with those characters in a way that you don't really get and like that you're probably not going to get in the one that's coming up from from uh is square enix is doing that like the new one that's coming like i I feel like you're not going to get that same connection because like everyone had their own episode uh and it was just it was just so good it was just so good i really i enjoyed it and the same thing like the borderlands one made me care about fables I yeah. went and read the comics after I played Wolf Among Us. That's fantastic. So, I don't know if you if you were like if you tuned out of Telltale and didn't play anything that came out like after Wolf Among Us, definitely go back, 
get like every single one of them except except the Game of Thrones one. That one's like it's not terrible, but it just makes you feel really bad. The good the thing the one thing it does well is that you feel very shitty about the first four episodes and then like the last episode it makes you real feel really good because the other ones are so shitty. Not that they were shitty, but <laughs> it's hard it's hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to and explain. It's not even like canon, right? Like like they try to make like a piece that fit in the Game of Thrones like show, but like Yeah, yeah. Show, like, it's like parallel. It was supposed to be, but like future season of the show just like illegitimized it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Not anymore. Um whatever uh, yeah oxen free the night school studio guys yeah uh, guys night school studio coming to netflix for what we don't know we'll have to wait and see but yeah. i'm excited to see what they put out and oxen free 2 is still happening so they're still yeah, making still happening. they're still making normal games watch that be a netflix exclusive <laughs> <laughs> no they announced it on like switch already i'm not gonna go back on that um g4 it's coming back to tv november 16 2021 yeah. All those goes you all you old heads out there. You know, G four was honestly like ill timed project. It was uh uh G four was how would you explain G four to someone who's like never watched it? Like it was just a channel that was just straight gaming content. It's basically yeah. what the what's on the internet right now they were doing on T V a yeah, decade or two games, ago. It was like tech and like News. Yeah. It was very misogynistic. It was like early two thousands. Like, <laughs> a lot of it was like hot girls showing off like video games. Yeah. Um, which, in hindsight, you know, kind of problematic. But... Well, no, because that's what it seemed like. But a lot of those girls were actually are like actually gamers. They're still doing like gaming stuff now. Like yeah. Olivia Munn is really a nerd. Uh, like Morgan Webb is like really cool. Allison. Allison Hayslip and who else was out there? Like a lot, a lot of the, like it, it seemed like it was like a little. They were just like hot girls doing like game stuff, but no, they were actually, they were actually like into the stuff that they were they were doing. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, that was a big thing, and it was kind of ill times. It came out like right when the internet was starting to really pick up speed. Um, well, it was not really starting to pick up speed. It was like two thousand two. I think it was on the first launch, and uh, at that point, like internet was really starting to yeah it was starting to pick up speed really so we were still able to get all their tech news gaming news and stuff from the internet um so i think that was part of g4's downfall so but they had really good shows though they had really good yeah. shows that no one's really like they did. Uh, something code monkey is like one of the funniest fucking cartoons ever uh code monkeys the, the the attack of the show show was it was just web soup but it yeah. was, but no, but they were they, they did like crazy stuff like live. It was a live show, so I remember one time they had like they talked to the person that was doing the closed captionings for the show. Uh, I think I always bring this up because it was like the craziest thing I ever seen like on live TV. Is they were talking to the closed captioning girl, but they were like asking questions live, and then she would type in the closed cap. So you had to turn the closed captions on on your TV. To see her responses. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't a joke. It was like for real. Like they were asking, like, "Are you a man or a woman?" And then she was like, she would type the question, "Are you a man or a woman?" And then underneath it, she would put "woman," and then 
and then they would like they were watching their own show live so they could see it like it was the craziest thing i ever seen i like if i could find the video of it because uh, again you had to turn your closed captions on so it wasn't it wasn't something you could record and see yeah. happening it was like this thing that only works on like you had to be you had to be there watching it yeah. uh it was the coolest fucking shit i ever seen I, uh, I don't remember all that stuff i remember it shut, popping up and like I thought it was like web soup. I didn't know they did like all this. No, they did. Had they had like stuff. really cool like stuff that was like ahead of its time. Uh, That's really cool. I would love to see that coming back. Like stuff like that would be cool. But I'm also kind of worried because like who's watching TV anymore? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not really. I think they're just coming back as an internet channel. No, they've like been an, back. Like an... They've been back as a YouTube channel. Right? Well, they they kind of have. They haven't been like it's just been Adam Sessler like putting up like reviews for like the popular games that have been coming out, but they haven't been like, and they've been doing like charity streams is like all they've been doing. But now I think they're coming back with like shows, like you know, like they like they used to be doing. I don't think they're coming back as a TV channel, or maybe they could, but I think it's oh, still it's like internet. <laughs> Here's here's one thing that I would love to see, because you know they have their their website, and they want you to come back launch day November sixteenth. You know this reminds me of like old school internet days with like before like YouTube and Twitter and everything took over everything, where you can go to like ScrewAttack.com and like watch ScrewAttack content. Yeah, you know what I mean, uh, that's kind of reminds me of what they're doing now. I don't know if a website like that could exist in today's like internet landscape but i'm willing i'd love to see it happen i mean well the giant bomb is like the new g4 i think uh because they have they have they've been doing this for a very long time they have shows on there they have entire like series of shows it's like with that that's like they have themes it's like hey this is the show where we um we look at, uh, I don't even know, I can't even, like, this guy plays Metal Gear Solid for the first time and then talks about what he thinks is happening and he's wrong on everything. Like, <laughs> like that's a show on there. Um, yeah, and it's like, funny that they can still do that because you look at, like, other sites that did stuff like that. Like, Screw Attack, again, is another great example. Rooster Teeth doesn't even look like Rooster Teeth anymore. Um, which, like, fine for them. Like, that's the content they want to put out. But it's it'll be interesting to see what G four is gonna do to compete with someone like Giant Bomb, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're legitimate competition now. Um, they've been doing this forever, so we'll yeah. see what G four can do. I'm excited to see it, dude. I like G four, but as a kid, you know, I used to watch. I used to watch a, what was it, Cheater? Is that the the, the cheat code? Cheaters? Right? Oh, I thought. <laughs> no, no, I know what you're thinking. No, yeah, I think it was just straight up called. They Cheater. did have that. Thirty but... minute show dedicated to like cheat codes and gaming tips i used to watch that all the time because they were talking yeah. about games that, like just came out and even though i didn't own the game it was still cool to like see gameplay of it yeah um but yeah stuff like that um i would love to watch uh, x play was a big one i would love to watch when i was a kid um i don't know we'll see what g4 can do in uh today's uh internet landscape but i'm, I'm excited to see them pull it off man like even if like, they crash and burn it'll still be cool to see <laughs> Yeah, we we definitely need more of this type of like when I think about Giant Bomb, there's like no one else that comes to mind that does that kind of content. So yeah, Rooster Teeth used to do it, but now they 
they're not they're doing their own thing now yeah they still do some gaming stuff but most of it's like a lot of them just fucking around playing like tabletop games um ruby now is like their new big thing um i don't even think like a lot of the original like founders of ruby are still on there but whatever Um, yeah, yeah I, I want to see more of that too, dude. Like as much as like I, I like using YouTube and like Twitch and Twitter for my gaming content, it would be cool to get back to that day of the internet where like, you know, you had a website you would go to, you'd see their stuff, and you can get you can get to know the people on the site who are doing these reviews and doing the content that you like. I would yeah. love to see that. I would love to see that part of the Go internet. to gamerverse.com or uh, <laughs> or giantbomb.com too uh they, they've got a ton of content there um ton of premium content as well that you just you have to subscribe to watch um and all their stuff is just is really good yeah but yeah that's um, november 16th yeah Let's see what they can do uh we got some trailers coming up we got the invincible so this j- like know. just came out of nowhere yeah, and I, don't, I never heard of this before today. Uh, this looks incredible. Never heard of these developers, as far as I can tell. It's their first game. It's Star. What are they called? Starward Industries. Yeah. Um, and from what I can tell, it's like a like a fifties sci-fi, uh, space exploration game. And. That's all you can tell, but like, it seems like there's like good focus on story here too. Like the voice acting is yeah. really good. The, uh, like everything's like seems pretty cool on it. I'm turning it up a little here. Which like 50 sci-fi is such a cool aesthetic. Like I wish more like media would do. Like Outer Wilds, like or Outer Worlds, try to do it. Yeah, and yeah. this looks a lot like that too. Yeah, I would love to see like more games like adopt that. 50s sci-fi art style i love that shit it's so cool and like cheesy looking yeah we already got like a retro sci-fi style with like alien isolation you know doing that yeah but i don't know i love to see i'm interested in this i don't know what the fuck it's about i don't know what kind of game it's gonna be is it like a walking sim is it like an rpg i don't know but it's very story heavy i like the aesthetic yeah i'm I'm watching this with interest i want to follow it and see what they do there is there is already a steam page up that um that has like tags on it uh let me see if i can find this here it is it has tags on it thriller sci-fi exploration action adventure okay um i like action adventure and it's got like screenshots on it that they didn't show in this trailer so post a link for that in there but it looks interesting it's got a release date of 2022 so it does look interesting. I like the action adventure part of it. Yeah. I like seeing that. So is it like a is it kind of like like prey like a like an immersive sim maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. I- I'm interested in it. I would love to see that. It's giving me a lot of prey vibes like the new prey. Yeah. Which I fucking love. So I know it's probably not going to be that, but anything that reminds me of it, I'm like down for. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It looks cool. I'm adding that to my I'm adding that to my wish list. Looks cool. 
we also got a look at the day before, which if you guys remember, we did talk about a while ago. Yeah. Uh, just joking about how fucking, how hard it fucking rips off Last of Us. <laughs> but as they've seen that, they've seen the tone down on that a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're showing more of like, because it is supposed to be like an MMO. And they're showing more of like MMO stuff in it. Yeah. And some of the, the player congregation and stuff. I remember you were saying it was more like, um, it looked more like, uh, God, was that Tom Clancy game? Oh, the Division. Yeah. It's like the division, but what if you didn't have to go to a separate section for PvP? Yeah. What if just the whole world just was active? Yeah. Which could be cool. Like it just weirds me out because like the environment's like super clean and some of the stuff. Like this mall right here, like they're trying to go for like, the last of us thing, the mall would not Oh this. yeah. It would have had like shit growing over it, none of the lights would be working. So this is like recently, like into an apocalypse. I don't know, but yeah, Leo, Leo in the chat says like Daisy, uh, pretty much. But Daisy, I think gets the the problem with Daisy is in its like systems. Yeah, I think it's too clunky to play, whereas this feels more like a video game. You know, like yeah, trying to be a lot smoother, a much smoother experience, which I'm yeah. into. And I like looking at this right here, like this obvious like Apple Store parody. They're going through the mall and stuff is really, really yeah. cool. Like, we'll have to wait and see. I like they're showing off like more of the MMO stuff, more of like the environmental stuff. Trying to take it away. I'm sure a lot of people like saw that first trailer. Like, this is just Last of Us. Yeah. And this sounds like a response to that. Like, yeah. oh, it's not Last of Us. Look, look at all this shit. Well, here. because they, the logo was uh, the Last of yeah, Us the font. Logo, yeah, here it comes right at the very end. Like, you see it. <laughs> like, right when you think, like, you're seeing something original. <laughs> the fucking, it ends, and then it shows the logo at the very end yeah. of the video. And it's Last of Us again. Um, which is really funny to see. Um I don't know. I, I'm I'm hesitant <laughs> of this game. Um, I don't know what they're trying to do. I, I I stay away from a lot of like ambitious MMO style games because so many of them try to come out and corner that market, and it hasn't been a good start for like all of them. <laughs> a lot of them like work it out later. You know, Destiny Two is supposed to be great now. Um, no one's fucking talking about a. I already forgot the name of that fucking game. That Tom Clancy game. What was it? The Division? Yeah, no one's... No, is anyone even playing that anymore? Like, is that still... You know what? Shouts out to Ubisoft because, like, that's a good question. But, I'm yes, there are people still playing that because they support their games, man. Like, every, you know, every couple months, even, like, the crew, they put out updates and, like... Hey, we got a, new, got a new The Crew update. And you're like, people still fucking playing this? I guess so, because they're putting out updates. So I like that Ubisoft supports their games for like long term, even though they're trash. <laughs> Dude, the new yeah. content coming to Ghost Recon Wildlands. And you're like, people still play that fucking trash game? Like, yeah, they do. They still play it. Um, so, uh, but that's the release date for this. The, poli the PC release date plays like right at the very end of the trailer. June 21st, yeah. 2025. So this is a ways away. Oh, wait, no, it's counting down. 24. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what? That's that got, dumb. I look like that got now. me too. That got me too. Like a fucking idiot now. 2022, June 21st, 2022. <laughs> 
Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Making me look like an asshole on my own show. Fuck you. But <laughs> no, jokes to aside, be fair, I put the date right next to the, the link there. It's <laughs> I know, but I'm an idiot, so I didn't pay attention to it. Um, jokes aside, um, I'm I'm interested in it to see what it does. I just I don't who's developing this. Did I, did I didn't even see a developer. A uh, uh, studio they called Fanatic, Fanatic, uh, Fantastic. Uh, which if you go to their Steam page. They're they're also like not oh come on. IGN, give me give me something here. Uh they did do other stuff. I, I think they did do other stuff. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, they did uh a bunch of games you've never heard of. The Wild Eight. Dead dozen. Who's never heard of the Wild Eight? Uh, me. <laughs> really? Cause you got six friends on your wish. I know. I, I'm looking at that. I'm like, maybe I'm out of the loop. Shit. It's mostly positive on Steam. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know they've got games here. It's not their first rodeo, but this looks so far from anything else they've ever done that I don't They're know. Ambitious compared to what they've done. Yeah. So we'll see what they we'll see. I mean, I don't I don't want games to fail. Like I might sound like a jaded asshole, but I don't want games to fail. But you know, I've been burned before. So I think this game will be fine. This looks like it'll be fine. It's it's games that exist already, like uh like Leo said, like Daisy. It's Daisy mixed with the division. Like we've we've played this game before, but not quite it. It depends on the the polish, like like Leo said, like it needs that it needs that polish. I thought he said Polish. I was like, is this a Polish developer? Like, <laughs> I did too until I was I was gonna say the word polish, and I was like, oh, that's what he was saying. That's funny. We do this live, so you know, mistakes happen. Let me show you what happens. Uh, I was like yeah, Polish. I'm, I think that game yeah, is I like Polish. Polish is there. I was like, what? Like, was there some like when I think Polish games, I'm like, you know. I don't know. I think I think Daisy is Polish though. Like <laughs> that's why I thought he said no, Polish. Like Russian, isn't it? I think it's Based like the, some uh, European. Well, I think the guy that makes it is like Polish. Bohemia. I think they're based in Poland. Uh, okay. But or yeah, somewhere. Looks, I don't know. Yeah, this game looks. I mean, I don't know what to expect of it. Um, but I'll check it out when it drops, man. Like if it's good, I'll play it. <laughs> like, yeah. We also got to look at Gotham Knights, which yeah, DC fandom correctly, which I remember correctly, <clears throat> is not being developed by the Arkham, the main Arkham team, right? Like this is like their backup crew that's working on this. No, they're doing the next game that we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why. So like this is like, you know, if you didn't, this is like uh, Arkham Origin. <laughs> you know that, yeah. that team's working on this. Which could be but could 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 be bad. Um the big hype around this is that it's an open Arkham City game, but with multiple playable characters, multiplayer. I'm worried it's gonna do the Marvel Avengers thing. <laughs> where well, you have like, multiple characters, you can unlock like costumes and the thing is Marvel Avengers was the the concept was fine. It was all in the execution that was fucking piss poor. Uh, 
Like that game could have been good if they made it good. But the multiplayer thing wasn't even the problem. Like you can have a loot game and that and do that and it'd be fun. But when the loot is all trash and it's like you got these pay to win mechanics in there, it's like, and eh, now you're you know, this is bad. But this looks good because the combat it actually looks good. Um there's only there's only four characters, I think. Uh and each of their movesets is, is like very different. That was the other thing about Avengers is everyone had a ranged attack because everyone needed a ranged attack so and everyone did it in the same exact way and it was just like everyone played the same pretty pretty much um it's so weird to hear that like captain america and like iron man and like the hulk (laughs) would play similarly yeah um um, but i'm into this like i like the arkham games i still gotta finish arkham knight like but that's a whole other fucking can of worms i'm gonna open up um yeah i do want to play this like when this drops if it's good, the reviews are good. I would love to play it. I'm fucking playing Red Hood all day, just fucking capping motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but this looks, it looks interesting. And like the thing that's weird about it is that it's obviously trying to like, this is a story trailer. Yeah. It's just showing off like the Court of Owls, which is going to be a major part of the story. And this is like, how is this going to work with this like loot style multiplayer game that they're trying to do? Well, that's what Avengers did, you know. I would. The other good thing about Avengers was like the story, uh, and the characters. Yeah. So that is like, it, that it kind of worked for that in that game. Uh, you just you know that game's problem was that you had to play it. <laughs> the problem <laughs> with that game was that it was a it was a game. It was a bad game. Uh, I mean, we'll see what they can do with this man. Like. You know, Batman is lucky enough to get a lot of great adaptations. So the story, you don't have to go far to find a good Batman story. So I I hope they bring more to the table than just that, but we'll see. I mean, we saw some gameplay from when they first announced it. The idea of like a multiplayer Arkham game could work, especially since, you know, Arkham Knight had a lot of scenes where like you were fighting alongside other characters and... You can do some takedowns. You can push a button to have another character come in and help you out with it. And there were buttons dedicated to, like, coordinated attacks. I can see that working. They tweaked that some more, double down on I can see that working with other players. They've already shown that in in this. Yeah. Yeah, and it looked good. It looked really cool. So that's why, like, I can see that working. And we'll have to wait and see what they do with it. But I don't know. I'm so jaded with, like... What we've what what games have gotten so far that yeah um, Avengers has really soured people on uh on this type of thing yeah but they also but so they showed this they also have uh, Rocksteady is doing the um Suicide Squad game. Suicide Squad and Which that one I'm looks, more excited for than Gotham yeah. Knights that's that's actually like they got their A team working on this one first off yeah. And second, it's like a game, you know, it's not this like massive multiplayer loot shooter. It's a game, you know, and I, that's that's something that's got me excited to see. Um, is the game single player? I can't remember. I think it is. But they haven't really explained. They haven't really explained that this one's coming later. 
So, but yeah, they hadn't really explained it. Yeah, but so it looks... according to Screen Rant, it's playable single player. You'll still have the whole squad with you, or you can play with co-op. So yeah. it can work either way, which I'm I'm more interested in, honestly. Like it sounds like that's trying to be like a set experience. It's not trying to be like games games as a service type of deal. So I'm more excited for this one than I am uh, Marvel or uh, Gotham Knights. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the Suicide Squad, like really as a property. I saw the second movie, which was fucking fun as shit. So hopefully they bring some of that energy into this. I know all the memes of like, you know, oh, I never miss. <laughs> People are going to be joking all day. <laughs> uh, oh, I missed this dead shot. Worst game ever. I could just see it fucking happening. But I mean, we'll have to wait and see, dude. It's cool seeing the Justice League in here. You know, the Suicide Squad trying to roll up on them. I want to see like that. If this is a comic book, I'd be into it. Yeah, but, it's but a I game. don't think like, it's the. I don't think it's the actual Justice League. I think the thing is like they're like clones or they're like gone corrupted or something, and that's why they're trying to kill them. Yeah, it'll still be cool to see. I mean, Superman alone is like good luck killing him, but yeah. Like if again, if this is a comic, I'd be super into it. But it's a game, so I got to be hesitant. Um, I'll have to wait and see, man. Like I'm, I'm down. You know, whatever they want to put out, I'm down to check it out. Deborah like, Wilson, I think that's Deborah Wilson in there, dude. She's like, I remember her like back in the day on Mad TV. Uh, she's doing a lot of games now. Uh, she was in Wolfenstein. She was yeah. in the that Star Wars Star game. Wars, all in order, yeah. Now she's that. in this. Yeah, I, I've been seeing her all over, all kinds of stuff. Um. It's it's cool. I recognize her immediately when she popped up. I was like, wait a minute, that's yeah. Well, she looks the same game. in every game. She's <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, using her likeness. You don't want to like make it look a little different, but yeah. <laughs> I'm actually playing through. That's another game. I'm playing through uh, Fallen Order right now since it's on Game Pass. Yeah. So I'm like, I bought it on PS4, but I'm like, fuck this. I'm gonna play it on my PC, and it's still good. And that's when I saw her. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme, just like, wait. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I'm excited for this one. I, I want to see, I'm more excited for this than I am Gotham Knights. Yeah. Especially since, you know, Rocksteady's actually working on it. You know, we got the A-Team working on it. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't like saying that, but we really have to wait and see what, what the public thinks about this once it drops. All right. Yeah, that's it. We got a Path of Exile Scourge. Which you want to talk about this? I'm not the Path of Exile guy. You no, know. not really. <laughs> no, I'm not either. Until they add controller support, like proper controller support. I'm not like, sure I like, like the game. I I am. I would be if I could fucking play it how I need to play it with a <laughs> controller. It's a video game. These guys are crazy, man. I'm not doing taxes over here. I play a video game. Anyway, it's so kind of funny, though, this, like, this looks like trying to double down on like the Diablo, like similar. Yeah, piece. it really looks like Diablo. Um, I guess this is yeah, this is their Diablo expansion here. <laughs> uh, it looks <laughs> oh, badass. It. Yeah, yeah that's like I fucks with this. This looks cool. That little uh, that, like what hour two hours you played a Path of Exile, I was super into it. I haven't touched it again since, but I was into it. Yeah. Well, yeah, me either, because I'm like there's there's other games that have i've been playing there's one called last epoch oh i remember uh, hearing about that yeah that they're also like updating pretty heavily recently 
and that one has controller support. That one adheres more to Diablo than this. This takes Diablo and just cranks everything to a million, which I like better because I like just having just a wealth of options that I can just play with. Uh, but it doesn't have controller support. Like, I don't I just want to use a controller, man, for this video game. It's, like, not difficult, I don't think, to do. So... Until they do that, I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> I'm probably going to check it out because it looks like fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got uh, the Monster Hunter Rise um, Steam PC trailer. Uh, the trailer is actually running at 4K, 60 FPS, showing it off, but it's YouTube, so it's compressed as shit. Yeah. But it is cool. I, I can vouch for it. I played the demo. It looks really, really good. Yeah. It runs really, really well. It runs really smooth. I like it a lot. And it's, I've, talk to death every week i talk about monster hunter rise so this is just the game i've been playing but we should we should load up the demo and try some of the i only did the first ja jaggery great draggery i don't oh, know yeah? the first one i did yeah the jaggers i think is what it was jaggers yeah. yeah um i didn't try any of the harder ones but so i can do this uh, i gotta Wife and I need to get some dinner after this, but I'm down later tonight. I'm fucking work till like ten o'clock tomorrow, so I don't, All right. I'm down to All right. tonight. But yeah, uh, this looks cool. I mean, this is dropping. God, when is this coming out? Next like, year, oh, January. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dropping the same time as the uh, the Sunbreak expansion. So this do we know? Cool. Do we know if that's going to be included in this PC release, or we're going to be behind know. like we were with Monster Hunter World? dropping at the same time i think but i don't know how they're gonna do it for pc i don't remember i think it's dropping all on the same day because you have to buy them separately but the world everything was like delayed like an entire year yeah <laughs> everyone console already had this shit and we were just like "Ooh, this is cool like yeah we had that shit already yeah but this game runs pretty well like i was playing it the demo it runs really well i like the way it looks yeah so i'm into it but yeah that's that's uh <clears throat> oh here we go okay here's the info here there's a deluxe edition but it doesn't say that it has anything that <laughs> the current version already has yeah okay well i have a rise i guess are oh, you got a bonus if you played stories okay anyway oh no there it is okay summer 2022 is coming so there you go oh is sunbreak so how does it work because i thought it was dropping january too hold on maybe 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 for the switch it is oh okay so it looks like sunbreak's dropping summer 2022 for everybody oh uh. So it looks like we're getting the main, we're getting the PC release January, Sunbreak's coming out summer. That's a really quick turnaround time, though. Yeah. P P new players dropping in January and then having the summer roll around, how to buy another expansion. That's a quick turnaround for it. They can do it. They've probably been working on this for a while. They know, they know what the people want. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm into it. Like, I'm going to buy it fucking regardless, but... It looks cool. Uh, we also got a look at Layers of Fear. No, sorry, Battlefield 2042, the Hazard Zone trailer. Yeah. 
Which... Yeah, this, this is the mode I was talking about. This is what it wasn't available in the beta. But it's more of like a PvE mode where you're like fighting, I guess, bots, I guess. Not totally sure, but that's what it looks like. Trying to like complete an objective with, with your squad. Uh, it could be cool. I always liked... I think you can get more creative with like PvE than you can with PvP. I think that's yeah. why I like Monster Hunter so much. But... We'll have to see what they do with this. I mean, yeah, Battlefield is already like doing so much to separate itself from Call of Duty and do shit that Call of Duty couldn't even dream of. It's like it's I'm not a big Battlefield fan or a Call of Duty fan, but it's a shame that COD's getting all the attention when Battlefield is doing so much more. No, I think the I think the mood has shifted into Battlefield's yeah, favor so. this year. Yeah, um, just because it looks <laughs> way better than Call of Duty does. Call of Duty yeah. looks like it's doing the same shit. And this is just way more yeah, over the top. I'm not a big fan. You know, for the longest time, I thought maybe I just don't like like military, modern military shooters. But no, I'm just sick of the same formula. Yeah. This, this looks excellent. I would play the fuck out of this. <laughs> um, Leo says horde mode. I guess, I guess it's like a pseudo horde mode. Yeah. Where you, you jump into a map and then you have to like collect a bunch of like data and then extract with it. Which could um, be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I said to come they, out they don't have a, they don't have a campaign. They don't have a campaign this year, so Oh. They got to do something. Yeah. Next we got a uh, new layers of fear project getting teased uh running on Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. Which this looks good. If this is running like in engine, it looks really pretty. Man, after that sour, the medium, <laughs> after that fucking trash, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, they, they better that. go back to Layers of Fear. Like, that, that shit was garbage, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. That game is oh, garbage, man. dude. So, yeah, they're doing, making the right move here. <laughs> go back to what we know. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, this this looks this looks great. This looks like fantastic. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm excited to see like what they do with it. I never played Layers of Fear, but I can understand the appeal, and I, I might get into it if this does really well. Um, it's one of, it's of one of the only uh, scary games that actually scare me. Oof. Without the, without there actually being anything threatening in it, <laughs> there's nothing in that game that ever comes out and chases you or touches you or shows itself it's all in the atmosphere like it's it's that. really well done i love that all right i'll check them out uh speaking of like horror games i've like never gotten into uh corpse Port we are, what about the fuck i'm so fucking far ahead it's the break it's the little break in the thing i know but like we're we're still on like fucking trailers and stuff how the fuck are we <laughs> games jesus christ we got two more of these. These are the good yeah. ones I saved for Mario last. Clip, the demo launch trailer. This looks incredible. Like yeah. this is a this is a this is a fan made Mario mod for Super Mario Sunshine that looks absolutely incredible. It's adding whole new environments, uh, new little levels to play through. I love what this is doing. Like this is really really cool. I should uh I should check these out at some point because we always like show these but I never actually yeah, never like play them. play them. There's actually the next one we're gonna show. 
they have a collection. I think I'm gonna play through for uh for Halloween. Oh yeah. But we'll get to that. This looks dope. Yeah, it does. It looks cool. It's got more characters. Um, they're showing off like ra crazy random shit. Uh, random characters to play as. Um, Bowser Jr.'s playable. Luigi, fucking Shadow Mario. Like they're showing so much cool stuff that I'm like. I didn't know Mario Sunshine had this much like love for it that the modding community was getting into it. It doesn't. This guy is probably the one guy. It's like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna. I like this game. <laughs> Which I played Mario Sunshine back in the day, and I liked it a lot. I really, really liked it. And yeah. I don't you can play enough then. Probably. Score <laughs> with this, but I liked it a lot when I played it. Um, and maybe I just need to like try it again, but. This looks incredible. Like I would play this. I like this. Like all the stuff they're adding, and they're talking about how they want to add more stuff to it. Like at the end, there's like a time travel thing they're teasing. More islands to play through. Like fuck, dude. Like <laughs> where, where's the end game here? <laughs> Is there an end game? Jesus. But no, this oh my god, this level's from Sonic Adventure. Yeah, that level's from Sonic Adventure. Crash Bandicoot. They were showing off. Like there's some crazy shit in here. I like this. I like what I'm looking at here. I am going to pay attention to this project and probably never play it because I suck at this. <laughs> um, now this next game. Yeah. Sauna 2000. What the Perkle trailer. I don't know what this is, but I'm into it. <laughs> I watched this trailer like twice and I looked up the developer. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure what I'm looking at here. So... What I know for sure is that this is an actual game. It's not just a... Because <laughs> I had to make sure. I was like, is this just like a video of like this guy just having fun? And this is some sort of game for sure. Uh, I think he's he's got it on like Kickstarter and Itch.io right now. Trying to get like some like funding for it, I guess. But there might be a demo that's up on, on the Itch.io page that you can that you can actually play. But th this guy has on his itch.io page, he has, uh, we actually talked about it like a couple, like, I don't know, like a year or two ago. Um, he's got a PlayStation horror demo disc that's not really PlayStation, but they're in the style of like PlayStation demo disc, or it's just a collection of like really just random uh, indie horror games uh, that I, I want to check out for like Halloween this year. So I just stream through all of them and check them out. Uh, but yeah, this looks insane though. <laughs> like yeah, this looks I'm like a fever this. dream. Yeah, I'm into this. Uh, it's weird and trippy, and it kind of makes me anxious and laugh at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let I'm me post the links for this. I think he has his itch page on the bottom yeah. here. Oh yeah, this looks crazy. I don't know what the fuck. I I had so many questions on this. That's a I fucking link. Yeah. I looked up the dev and I'm still not entirely sure what I'm looking at, but I'm into it. I fucked yeah, this is, this is what they do. This is basically what they do. I don't know what the game is, but <laughs> it just looks fucking crazy. Yeah, like it's made, in the, it's made in the style of a PS1 game, but it's ne this would never run on a PS1. Oh yeah, no way. I like how you, you can tell, like, this wouldn't work on a PS1, but I like yeah. the aesthetic. I, I wish more games had the PS1 aesthetic without, like, having to, like, limit themselves to, like, the PS1 
Yeah. Remember that Bloodborne one we looked at? Yeah. Like, that one was fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, moving on, we got uh, game releases now. So, October 19th, we have Caligula, Caligula Effect 2 dropping on Switch and PS4. Um, Caligula Effect, I never got into them, but I've heard good things. I know, like, a lot of, like, Persona heads are, like, recommending these on that drought between Persona 4 and 5. Yeah. <laughs> like, pop up, like, if you're tired of waiting Persona 5, play Caligula Effect, like, you know, or here are the games to play if you're waiting for Persona 5. Um, Caligula Effect will always pop up on it, so it's cool the sequel's coming out. We're getting that Switch and PS4 October 19th. I've heard really good things about it, but I've never played them. We also got Dying Light Platinum Edition also dropping that same day, which uh, still, I'm impressed it's coming to Switch, but I'm also like, why is it $50 and <laughs> looks like shit? Well, not shit, but you could tell it's an obvious like downgrade from what we got. Yeah. Like graphically speaking, it's Oh my god, it looks like a Borderlands game. game. A little bit, right? But like with stiffer animations. Uh good game. If all you have is a switch, like I'm glad they're doing these. Yeah. But you can it's play on literally anything else, like do it. It's the worst way to play a video game. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, it's just, you just, yeah. I agree. And October 20th, you have Corpse Party, which I read that now, but like, doesn't that game already exist? No, this is like a 2021, like a remake. Yeah. It's not really a remake. It's like an enhanced graphical port that has cleaner sprite work, uh, full voice acting, and it promotes 3D audio, which doesn't make sense it's an overhead sprite based game like why do you need 3d audio <laughs> like yeah but I, I i went down a rabbit hole when i saw this <laughs> like, i thought this well, already came out there's another remake i think it came out in like 2018 for vita or psp or some shit Dude, this 2018 would have been late so many releases like corpse party alone the First quarter came out in like 1996. Yeah. I mean, it's that old. I didn't know that. And it's just gotten remakes and expanded ports. And even this version of it has like more characters and more story chapters to play through than the original one did. But what's funny is you look up Corpse Party, the whole franchise, and there is a sequel that came out like last year. That takes place after like the school and shit, and that got one episode. I think it's I think it's legit legitimately called like Corpse Party Two, but that was set to be released episodically, and the first episode came out like last year, and we haven't gotten a second episode yet. Huh. So can you imagine like being a fan of this franchise and wanting to continue on the story, and they're just like, oh, we're gonna remake Corpse Party One again. <laughs> Well, it's all different, like, it's all different developers and, like, publishers, too. Like, I think it's one of those, like, open franchises where, like, anyone can kind of just come in and just make a thing for it. Still owned by, like, Marvelous USA and Xseed. Like, they're still the, the rights holders to it, and they're the ones making all of them. Yeah. But I think the developers are, like, different on all of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it's, I, I'd be frustrated if I was, like, 
if like last year, like you know, I was playing the sequel, and I'm waiting for the second half of the sequel I paid for, and then they're like, oh, it's just <laughs> the first game. <laughs> and it's different that's than like, the one you already played. Like, yeah. That'd be like, well, at this point, I'd welcome it, but that'd be like they just remade Half-Life 1. And I was like, oh, wait, they already did that. <laughs> it's Black um, Mesa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, this this is, uh, I don't know. I, I've never gotten into Corpse Party. It's got so many releases on so many systems. I don't know where to start. I don't know which one, like the definitive one to play. Um, That's probably this one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm seeing now. This looks like the the one to play and the one to start on, um, but no, it looks it looks interesting. It's coming out on everything: PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. So, you know, if you want another excuse to get back into Corpse Party, or if you never played it, here's the game for you. October twentieth is when it drops. Um, October twenty first, we have some other games drop. We have uh, Disciples Liberation, that's also dropping PS4. PC, PS5, Xbox One, Series X. Uh, that is a grid-based strategy game. Which I'm out. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> that. Um, it's it's based on like tabletop RPG combat, so it's not like huge scale, like Total War. This is like D and D. So that might be cool, but we already got games like you know. Um, we already got games like Solasta is a great example of that. That does it. Uh, we got a, isn't there like a Boulder Skate game coming out already? So yeah, I don't know where this is going to fit. It's promoting oh, great world, detailed story, consequences to your choices. So everything these other games are doing, but I don't know. This looks cool. If if you if you're into that, you you already played through Solasta. You've already played through what they've released so far boulders gate because that's still in uh, early access and you want something else to scratch that itch here you go disciples liberation looks like it's meant to do it uh we also got echo generation that's coming out xbox one and series x um i remember hearing about this yeah they showed this on one of the xbox indie shows yeah and it looks everything, isn't it like yeah uh, but it's gonna be on Game Pass, I'm sure. So I think that's why. That but cool. yeah, I love the look of this game. It's like all voxel, and it uses yeah. like voxels and lighting uh, effects. It's really it looks really cool. Yeah, it's a turn-based adventure game. It kind of reminds me of like, um, oh god, like Stranger Things a little bit with the art stuff, with the the way the the environment set up. Yeah, it looks it looks cool. I, I like this a lot, and this is something if it's coming to game pass i'm gonna check that out when it drops we also got ever tried is coming out i think we had a we had someone talk about this our last show um this looks really cool it's like a grid-based strategy game uh it's supposed to be uh they are marketed as like a free-flowing turn-based action combat system where you're alternating between moving attacking using your skills and dash all in all, it sounds interesting from what I'm seeing here in the trailer. I don't know if it's quite my cup of tea. Looks like a GBA game. A little bit, right? I don't know. It's reminding me of like a Mega Man game for some reason. Like those Mega yeah. Man GBA games. Um, 
what are they called? I know there's someone in the chat that's like Battle Network. Battle Network, yeah, kind of reminds me of that. Uh, but this looks interesting. Like it's it's a cool looking game. I don't know if it's quite my cup of tea, but if it drops on Game Plus, pass, I'll play it. <laughs> this might be like scratches an itch I didn't know I had, but it looks cool. You know, I don't like to shit talk games that obviously weren't made for me, but you know, yeah. if you like strategy games, you like action games. This looks like it might scratch those itches for you. I would play this on a handheld. Yeah, same. Which is coming out on Switch, so. Yeah. But like a smaller one. Yeah. And then we got uh, Skull, the Hero Slayer. This is one I've been like excited for for a while. Um, this is a 2D roguelite platformer where the gimmick is like, you're like some skull minion for like a bigger bad guy. And enemies you kill, you can take their heads, put it on your body, and get their powers. <laughs> so it's got all kinds of like really cool shit. Um, I really like the way this game looks. I like the art style. I, I saw some of the gameplay. It looks like a lot of fun. And it's been in early access for like ever. So it's really cool to see this coming out. I like it. I like what I'm looking at. And I might actually pick this up. If I'm yeah, it looks good. Look fun. Yeah. I heard about this a couple of years ago and I'm I'm glad it's out of game it's out of early access now. Um, next up is a game we did actually talk about a couple of weeks ago, Toy Soldiers HD. Yeah. This one kind of just was not on my radar at all. And then I looked at the thing and I was like, look, this is on the radar. <laughs> yeah. I like the way it looks. It doesn't do like the, it kind of reminded me of like uh army men, like those games, those old games, but yeah. But like a little bit like a, it's like that mixed with Valkyria. Like if that got yeah. like a Valkyria update, yeah. that this is what that game would be. Yeah. And what I like is that it's focusing more on like, toy soldiers so not just like army men but like you know little toy soldier figurines and like yeah whole like whole like like uh like collectible like landscape um miniatures i like the way this looks i think it's really cool the aesthetic because everything looks like it's a miniature you're playing so you can see like the rest of the room around the battlefield you're playing on so that yeah um i like this a lot it's a very charming look I like it. And this was an Xbox Live Arcade game, actually. So that, that's where we're getting it now. That's where the HD comes in. Um, I like this. I might actually pick this up. This is set to drop um, October 21st, 2021. I might pick this up. It's coming out, again, on everything. PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. So this might be worth looking into, man. Yeah. If the price is right, the price has got to be right. I'd pay 20 bucks for this. I'd pay 20 bucks for it, too. Um, up next, we have October 22nd, Dark Pictures Anthology. They're dropping their House of Ashes. Those of you who don't know, Dark Pictures is like the overall like series, I want to say, quote-unquote, yeah. that did um, Until Dawn, uh, The Man of Medan, you know, those games. This is the next, the next uh, piece of that whole overarching. It's not even a plot. It's like an anthology series, so everything's different with very minor elements that carry over. This looks really interesting. It's got this like hills have eyes slash 
like exorcist look to it with the Sumerian temple and the 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 weird like statue thing. Yeah. I the problem is they show the monster. Yeah. Okay, Which, they didn't they didn't in this trailer, but in the in the longer trailers before like release, they showed the monster. Like just straight up. Which <laughs> is so shitty because like even like until dawn had the decency like not to show off the monster. Yeah. Like, so that's what's so weird about this. Also, like the main character is Ashley Tisdale. That's why she like looks so familiar. So that, that oh like, one girl, yeah. Yeah, well, they did have like characters in the uh, until dawn too. Yeah, uh, which I mean, this Kyrie. could be cool. Like, I really, really liked until dawn. I loved until dawn, but from what everyone's told me, like everything after that hasn't quite hit that mark. Yeah, I, well, I thought until dawn was just okay. <laughs> I'm being great. honest. I thought it was great. I, I thought like they really the the facial animations and just like the the tone it was going for it was they nailed that. Yeah. But I don't know if like I I don't have any uh, affinity towards like that style like campy horror thing. So I, I liked that it, it was trying to be like a campy like slash like minor spoiler, but I liked that it was trying to be like a campy slasher in the beginning, and it kind of flips it on its head. I love that. Did it flip? Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember it flipping, but. It, what are you talking about? Like, did it flip? I don't remember the flip. Yes. What was the flip? Okay, like spoilers, everybody. <laughs> like, I haven't played Dawn yet, but the whole game, you're like running away from like this fucking slasher monster, or this fucking slasher bad guy. Oh, and then there's really out, a monster. Like a, yeah. Huh? Did that? There's really a monster. Yeah, right? they found out there's really a monster. It turns. It goes from like. A slasher to like a Wendigo like story. <laughs> okay, but well, I thought that was the the thing the entire time. The monster's oh. there from the start. The monster was there from the start, but there was also like that slasher guy. Who yeah. Was, like there's a whole like twist where like oh there's not really a slasher. It's like our friend who's trying to like fuck with us because we like killed the sister. <laughs> yeah, so, but like, I thought that was I, 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 but that was the whole thing though. It was it was a double bluff. Yeah, but I like I like that. Like, that was a cool little <laughs> twist. Leo, Leo says the monster with the friends we made along the way. Probably your friends were assholes <laughs> after the game. <laughs> but but no, I love I that. Know. I love that it's like oh I'm trying to survive like a slasher movie, like a saw movie, and then it's like oh you actually weren't in danger. No, you were because there's like Wendigos. <laughs> no, but they teased the monster from the, the beginning. That's the thing. I didn't know. There was no point where I thought, oh, it's just we're just getting messed with. Like they, they show you the fucking monster from the yeah, beginning. They don't like, show you the monster. That's, that's the that's the thing. Like you're like, <laughs> oh, I gotta run away from this like serial killer. He's like killing people, and at the end, it's like, oh, it's my buddy. It's like I didn't really kill anyone. I was like, yeah, you did. People died. I was like, oh, that wasn't me that killed them. And then Wendigos. <laughs> Like, that was cool. I like that. Okay. <laughs> but whatever. I guess I'm the only one who liked that. I, guess it's a, no, I, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it, but you not. I, there was no point where I was like, oh, it's just my friend messing with me. It was like, you know, yeah, he's doing that, but there is this monster the fuck out there. Like, I, you know that the whole time. It was not like, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, they're making another game, House of Ashes. Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out and everything. Um, 
Well, that's going to do it, man. That's the end of the show there. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I think the main takeaway here is that um, I was right. And uh, <laughs> that Pokemon game is not what you, you, you thought it was. So let's just uh, bask in that for a moment. Also, and, uh, Nintendo sucks for a lot. Nintendo, Nintendo sucks. But, um... You can go to GameReverse.com, though, to get this and more content like this. You can go to GameReverse.com slash Twitch. GameReverse.com slash Twitch. GameReverse.com slash YouTube. GameReverse.com slash Discord. Uh, Yeah. And uh, just join us and chat with us, guys. We we, uh, do this all the time. Almost every day, really. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna be playing more Psychonauts. Still playing through Psychonauts. Uh, maybe more Back for Blood at some point. Uh, maybe some random stuff. Uh, Extra Life is coming up next month. Oh. Uh, looking to do that on the sixth. I didn't mention that yet, actually. <laughs> but I think the sixth is gonna be the date for that. So. Uh, that's a Saturday, I do believe. So, there we go. But yeah, this is great. It's a great show. I'm glad I can be here. Glad we could all be here. Uh, but yeah, hit us up in the Discord. I might not always be streaming, but I'm always responding in the Discord. All right, that's gonna do it, people. Thanks. Thank you, everybody.